0: Welcome to a bonus episode of Pipecast.
1: Part three. The The vapor. Virginia Parique. It is a much loved and much appreciated tobacco blend in this uh, podcast, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's really anything else that we. Like, quite as much as uh, Virginia Parique, which makes you kind of feel like you got sucker punched when you hear stuff like that from uh, uh, from um, last week's English blends, yeah, because it feels like we sort of maybe copped out, we were like gaining a little too much ground trying to get to this week,
0: maybe so. We might have should have spent more time on them, but I don't think we picked a bad blend, yeah. It was the fourth seed, so it was the underdog. The fourth seed, it and it ended up being the, <clears throat> see. yeah, see, that's what, that's if we had did it the way that uh, normal brackets would work, the two that we, like, knocked it down to uh-huh. would have faced each other in the first round, so they couldn't even have, you know, both of them couldn't have faced off in the championship, sort of like how we did it. Because normally the one seed would face the four seed, and then the two would face the three seed. But the two and three seed, to us, were the weaker of the of the four. No.
1: So. I've never had that much trouble with the match before. Yeah, That guy stayed lit. Yeah, like I shook it twice, and then it was like, "How about I catch your arm on fire?"
0: <laughs> but, but so today we uh have returned to the medallions doubloons discs what have you whatever uh we have peter stokebee's um p s four zero three luxury bull'seye flick so um uh you know it's pretty much like a scudo or dunhill navy uh rolls uh except with that little old bull'seye of Cavendish
1: yep uh, the nice thing about it is, is that with with this, is at least we get to to compare against something that is the gold standard, and it's the same cut, so that's yeah. nice. So we got two coins, and then we have got um, two like ribbons, two ribbons, yeah, or broken flake, or is that a ribbon? Also, I don't, I don't I know what it,
0: I don't know what Telegraph Hill is.
1: Telegraph Hill is sitting right beside us.
0: I got all the. We hadn't opened it yet. Not yet. Maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll pop it open at the end of this episode, and uh, we well, y'all get to savor the. Y'all can sort of be with us when we open it, but um, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. But anyway,
1: so it's nice doing like the cut comparisons. I like stuff like that because you would assume that it's surprising how much a cut actually does affect my desire to smoke the tobacco. If you tell me, um, hey, I got some tobacco. My, my interest is peaked. Mm-hmm. If you tell me it's a Virginia Parique blend, I'm in. If you tell me it's a curly cut, then it's probably going to be something I just want to add to my rotation.
0: Mm.
1: Um, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to smoke the best in the world. It might smell like garbage or it might taste like garbage or it might just smoke like garbage. But It might um, be garbage. Right? It might be garbage. But, like, (laughs) at the end of the day, I mean, I'm probably gonna be in on a coin cut or curly cut. It just, it's easier. You can put six discs in a Ziploc bag, tuck it in your front pocket, and there it is. You don't have to have a tobacco roll, you don't have to have anything. You don't, nothing fancy. You don't have to keep it in a tin. It's compactable, it's foldable. And the great thing is the diversity of, I think I talked about this last time, the diversity of a curly cut. You can fold it up. Uh, multiple ones and stuff it in and burn it straight just like I would do um, a flake. The folding method you know, with a flake which I don't really like. I feel like that makes it insufferable to smoke. It's all over the place. I like rubbing a flake out. But with a curly cut I can fold it twice. uh, Once across and then once uh, like a quarter Mm -hmm. or something. And then um, I just stuff it in triangular pour it down. This is a nice little I think Cavendish core um, you just fold across the Cavendish and fold again and then just stuff it down I do two at a time and I just smoke the whole thing down you don't have to rub it out or anything yeah
0: that's. I did the fold I only did one fold and then went in and then just tamped it down mm-hmm. um, but what was I I was about to say something um, yeah Uh. well oh yeah what is your what's your least favorite Um. cut Probably oh, crumble.
1: Was it crumble? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, um, course or cube, or whatever you guys think. It looks like confetti. You know, it's just it's like little cubie cuts. They're they're very small. They're about like I don't even know, like maybe a like well, what is that? Like three millimeters or something. Really tiny. Oh, like well, granulated? Yeah, no, not granulated, granulated. It's three millimeter, maybe maybe a centimeter across. Oh. It's just a small square. Okay. And it just, I don't know, I just associate coarse cut, I think that's what it's called, or cube cut, with just cheap tobacco, which is probably oh. a little biased. I don't
0: think it's coarse cut because, like, Dunbar? Mm-hmm. I think that's coarse cut. Yeah, that's, like, one of my favorites, and I don't think it's like that. Cause cause
1: it's cube cut, then it's got oh,
0: okay. Okay, I have some burley that's cube cut in there.
1: I'll... I'm pretty sure Cornell and Dill's pretty notorious about having cube cut, and I know this is awful because Cornell Dill delivers great tobacco. Yeah, I mean, they're the producers of GLPs, but um, and, and those are great tobaccos. But honestly, if I see a tobacco and it's court our cube cut, I think that's what it is, it just looks like kind of like confetti or smaller you know I just think it looks cheap I feel like it's like oh this is cheap tobacco which is strange because a shag cut technically I think for the 19th century was considered the cheap cuts
0: Mm
1: -hmm. but I don't feel that way about shag cut because I guess that that was what was in cigarettes well that's what's in cigarettes I think it's also like so if I'm not mistaken which I probably am I think Sherlock Holmes smoked a shag cut Hmm? Um he was more taken with a Bohemian style blend. And then
0: I wonder if the Peterson Sherlock Holmes blend is a shag cut.
1: That'd be interesting to
0: see. I don't know. To me, and I don't I don't mean this in the same way you mean it, but to me the cheapest cut in my opinion is a ribbon cut, but it's also one of my favorites just cuz I see it more often. That's why I associate it with cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um like I said, my favorite is like a coarse cut or a broken flake. Mm-hmm. I like that the most. Um, I think shag
1: and broken are my favorites.
0: Yeah. Like I said, I, I love Dunbar. Like the way, that's the perfect cut. Or actually, it's not even a cut by a manufacturer. The way you broke up Temple Bar. I like that.
1: Mm-hmm. It looked like a coarse cut in a way. Yeah. So what I did with Temple Bar, which is just a pressed bar, is I just uh, took a knife and cut it out into flakes, and then I just went ahead and rubbed out the flakes because yeah. I'm not going to want to rub them out while I'm smoking it, while I just want it to be, and I just diffused it all in there. Just That's just my personal preference. Because not that a bar, there's, there's nothing wrong with a bar, but between Temple Bar and Peterson's Perfect Plug, I hate dealing with them. Yeah. I don't like, uh, what is that other bar? Uh, there's a, a couple bars that GOP's produces. Triple play and
0: something. Uh, knife. Knife, plug.
1: knife, yeah. I just, they're just too difficult to deal with. Like, they annoy me. They're good, but they're just annoying.
0: And gas lights plug. Never had gas lights. See, I have it, and I haven't had it yet.
1: I heard gaslights like a lap bomb.
0: Yeah. Maybe we need to try that one too. Yeah. Together, we'll try that out.
1: Only I knew someone who owned it, who could open it up and share.
0: I got it. In, I got it in a jar. Oh,
1: you you have some?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's,
1: it's it's
0: it's it's out of the <laughs> tin in a jar. <laughs> it's waiting.
1: I didn't even know it was in a jar. Honestly, you smell it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh
0: yeah, it's it's loud.
1: Mm. That's good. Well, there's nothing wrong with that.
0: It, five o'clock shadow, and exhausted rooster are the loudest blends I have. Like exhausted rooster is. It's loud. I, I, I'm sort of afraid to smoke it. Really? Yeah. I've only smoked Five O'Clock Shadow in it. I mean, it was all right. right Hold on, we're chasing too many rabbits here. Back to Bullseye. Let me tell you about Bullseye real quick. It's good. I like it? It's good. But it's not that much better than Elizabethan, in my opinion. It's not touching a Scudo.
1: So I mean, Scudo is just like maybe it has. Some sort of, I don't know, to be so plain, it's, it's killing it.
0: Yeah. Like, okay, so.
1: Because th- I kind of jokingly said when we smoked a Scudo that I was like, it's middle of the road. Of course, it's going to be a high water mark if everything's below average, I suppose. Not thinking that everything would be below average. What kind of crap is that?
0: Yeah, right now, Scudo's, I'm thinking high on it. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking medium on, on Bullseye Flake, and then I'm thinking low on, on Elizabethan. You might as well just mark Elizabethan out. It's not going to win this. There ain't no way. No, I don't. I'm really thinking that it's going to be just like the Englishes. It's going to be a battle between the one and four seeds. I think Telegraph Hill is going to be pretty good. I'm, I'm banking on it being pretty good. And if Telegraph Hill's good, then you won me over. I'm, I'm going to just go buy a shit ton of film more.
1: Just because Is Fillmore, like a no.
0: I mean, unless unless I think it's better than Fillmore. But according to you, if this is good, then Fillmore's better.
1: Fillmore is more robust, I think, than this this blend. You know what? Watch me be completely wrong. Smoke it and be like, you know what? I was wrong. Telegraph it all the way. But I love Fillmore. I I love it. So I don't know. I mean, it's there's. The problem is, is when you really start, you know, it, it's kind of funny how much I've actually started to question the things that I like when I start doing this kind of thing. I think, you know, and if I were to make a suggestion to everyone who's listening, this is probably the healthiest way to start picking pie tobacco because I've had a lot of like interesting questions come up during these kind of smoke-offs mm. where I've had to like sort of question like not only, you know, a... Majority opinion, which would be on tobacco reviews, but my own personal opinion, um, and I've been going against the grain on certain things, and even thinking to myself, I literally walked into the English thinking Artisan's Blend would not be on top.
0: Really? What do you think was going to win?
1: 9.65? Yeah. I thought 9.65 after smoking, I was like, yeah, I see why, like everyone said, still about Dunhill. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really smoke Dunhill's 9.65 or artisan's blend anymore as a matter of fact like the the most Englishy English that I get anymore is like Chelsea Morning which isn't it's a you know it's a morning blend it's an all-day smoke kind of thing nothing wrong with Englishes I just don't seem to gravitate towards them I do that and I have a pipe dedicated to Commonwealth on a recommendation from a tobacconist and it you know Commonwealth to me is so readily available that like yeah, sure, I'll dedicate it to it. I can get Samuel Galworth's Commonwealth whenever I want it. And uh that's a that's a lat bomb and I I don't think I've smoked that pipe in Commonwealth Commonwealth in that pipe in three months. Well I was gonna say, you know, you were saying that Margate and
0: uh, is it Pembroke or like the stepchildren of Mesoterica, Because they're readily available. Mm-hmm. It seems like compared to the rest of them. Right. So it's like Commonwealth, the stepchild of Gawith I think so. Is so, it's so like, readily
1: available? And like I said, I've said this before too. I don't think Gawith does a really good job of making Englishes, which is funny because I don't really consider Commonwealth an English. I was sold at I was sold it as an English, knowing that there was no Oriental in it. But it works it works it kind of makes you question the whole nature of having oriental and Totoa tobacco because it's 50-50 left virginia done but i mean it's it's extremely strong but not overpowering it's it doesn't have a buttery finish like if like hh latakia flake is kind of like that standard mm. now hh latakia flake i mean it's good it's good i don't even know why people Fighting bicker over anything else. Quiet nights is great. Chelsea mornings great, but I still think HH H, H. Lattikia Flake probably the best you can do.
0: See, I I keep going back and forth because I was I was about to say like you know I'm I'm on the quest to um, sort of find my staples, but make them bulk staples. So like you know even though this Peter Stoke could be I don't I'm not too high on it. You know it might be one of them because. They got another one that's uh, like a deluxe or I think it's just called a Navy Flake. I'm probably going to order an ounce of that. Um, But, so like, I don't know. I was going to say I like Artisan a lot. But, it's you know, it's not bulk. I can't get it in bulk. But I can get the I can get Latakia Flake in bulk. So, I'll, I'll probably will. I'll probably get that pound and it'll just sit there for
1: forever. Oh. Okay, so like, this just made me think of Fillmore for a second, which is interesting.
0: The, this did?
1: Yes, it did. Bulls off Yes, sir. Oh. Just for a split second, it had that nice, grapefruity sour that I like from Ooh. Fillmore. And mm-hmm. it just sort of like, just slowly, it did a sort of quick dive off my tongue, but nothing, nothing that, I like it every hit. That just kind of, oh, hey, how's it going? It's me, your best friend. Grapefruit flavor at the end of something kind of light, with a spicy kick. See you later. And so that's all it did. It was like a, it was kind of a flash in the pan. Hmm.
0: Hmm. So where are you where are you ranking this guy at right now? Or like, is he high, medium, low? Well,
1: uh, mid, probably mid high. I mean, definitely worth your time. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing is, is like I because I fold across center and then quarter, and I do that every time with a diamond shape down. That means that you really need to smoke to the end of the bowl because the Cavendish core could create something different, which is interesting. Because the way I used to do Cavendish cores is I would take the flake, pull out the core, stuff the Virginia parique um, in first. And then top my pipe with two or three Cavendish cores, really? yeah, so I'd smoke in that Cavendish core, sweetened typically, sweetened the Virginia Parique and then I had a sweeter smoke so like I always smoke uh, core down, you know, but here lately I mean obviously I've been with deluxe Navy roll from Dunhill or Scudo. Um, it's It's uniform, yeah, there is no right Cavendish
0: okay, see so i'm I'm probably getting a different smoke than you cause Like i said I, f- I fold it in half and then put it down sideways mm-hmm. and then push down so my my Cavendish is upper middle of the bowl right now
1: mm. Mm. nothing wrong with that, just you know, I think that that's gonna affect the smoke a little bit depending on how you break it up. Which is probably why I should have rubbed this out, mm-hmm. but you know what? I'm not going to do that because I'm going to smoke it the way I smoke uh, all my curlies.
0: Yeah. So like, and that that's another thing, you know, how how you smoke, you know, which you know, if, if this was like a pure scientific study, we would have taken all the blends, rubbed them out as evenly as we could get them, blindly tested them, you know, and, and all in the same pipe. Which, everything would have been a lot more scientific, but this is. Well, a it work. had to have been. This yeah,
1: is,
0: yeah. But I mean, we're we're doing this for fun. Who cares? <laughs> um, but.
1: Well, yeah. not just that, but like I mean, yeah, it is. You know, ultimately, it is just fun. Uh, luckily, it does a lot for us personally because I think we learned a little bit about tobacco and ourselves and our audience, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. However um, with that in mind, um, just the similarities in blends, probably, you know, I mean, what are you really hunting for? I guess is the, I guess the, is it a sweet kick? Is it not? Is it, you know, cause I find that, cause right now I'm smoking half, I'm commenting on a half filled pipe typically, cause we don't want cause we're doing a lot of these, we're keeping kind of the episodes to like a 20 minute mark, right? Yeah. But I find that the smoke really comes into its own and this is a lot this is I've spoken on this before, but the characteristics of a good pipe smoking exercise or moment is when everything becomes in a maybe a philosophic or mythical kind of way like in sync. Your breathing's in sync, your breathing's in sync, your puffing's in sync. Your mind is sort of in this quasi-state of reality and relaxation. Once all those things combine, which takes a a while, because you're sort of unwinding, decompressing. Uh, A lot of smokes happen with a drink, sometimes they don't. There's a lot of factors involved. But when you get to that, that sort of meditative state, right, then you can sort of really, really, really really pick out the flavors, which is why we sort of smoke separately to discuss the tobacco. Yeah. Now, this is the interesting part. I think any time I've commented on a tobacco, I have never commented on the first half of the bowl.
0: Hmm.
1: I really don't think about the tobacco until the last half, which I think is the preferred half. Now, here's the real kicker, though. Is the last half dependent on me being in a meditative state. Now, it usually happens. I usually kind of hit that, like, perfect stride. But, like, when I'm leaning back and I'm smoking, maybe thinking about this or that, it doesn't matter. Maybe thinking about nothing at all. That's when all the flavors and everything sort of pop and explode and do what they need to do. But up until I get to about halfway down, really, it's nothing. You know, there's not much to comment on. And since we're only filling our bowls up halfway... And conversing, I'm probably not even going to closely get to the meditative state because I'm talking to you. Not a problem. I like talking to you and I like pipes when i talking. But I think it does a disservice to the tobacco in that, like, I really can't meditate on the flavors. That's why we have to do it sort of before. Or that's why I have to do it before.
0: Okay. That makes sense. Also, if you're drunk, you're probably closer to that relaxation state. Mm-hmm. Because I remember, but alcohol is gonna dull my tastes. Well, it is. But I remember the because yeah, go on. Sorry that night that you tried Star of the East. I Mm -hmm. brought it over. That uh, your first initial thought of Star of the East was like it was awesome, but you've been drinking. We just drank. I you know tried some scotch that tasted like it.
1: There was a lot of things going on that night. Yeah. And you gotta think too, like, whenever you're tasting things, everyone's familiar with ghosting. I'm sure most of you are familiar with the salt alcohol treatment to get that kind of taste out. But I mean, if your pipe's not necessarily dedicated to something, um, if you really wanted to find without, like, the mask of other tobaccos inside the walls of your briar or coated onto a corn cob, or, you know, luckily, Meerschaum and Clay really don't. Do that, but unless you're smoking out of a meerschaum or a clay pipe, um, and you're ghosting uh, what other flavors are coming in on that, it doesn't matter even if the pipe's dedicated to a certain blend, which I like to do personally. Yeah, um, I like I will dedicate not necessarily to a when I say a blend, I mean not a specific blend like Commonwealth, Squadron Leader, Tilbury, whatever. I'm talking a blend like is in Vapor Perique or English or Balkan or. Virginia. Funny thing is, is like if I smoke a Balkan, I will smoke a Virginia in that pipe. Balkan kind of like covers the bases. I'll pretty much smoke anything in it. Mm. But like if I've de- I've got a pipe dedicated to Virginias. Only Virginias are allowed to be in it. I do not want any other thing in it. Mm. And then Virginia Perique's the same way. Like, I'm allowed to smoke Virginias in it, but I'm not allowed to smoke anything beyond Virginia Perique. Englishes kind of have that same thing. I don't want Cavendish in it. I do not want, I want Virginia, Oriental, Latakia. I really don't want anything outside of those. See, I have something similar.
0: So I have four four pipes. Three of them are dedicated. Uh, one is just whatever. Um, but three... One pipe is dedicated to Virginia's, Virginia Pariks, mm-hmm. all that business. One is dedicated to... I'm trying to think what... what I think, I guess I have two for Englishes. It, it's sort of like, or really, I guess, really, I guess it's one for Virginias and Vapors, one for Englishes, and then um, um, one for Englishes that have, I guess, Balkans, really. So I got one for one for Balkans or Kitchen Sink Blends, mm-hmm. one for, va- for Vapors, Virginias, Vapors, Burleaves, and then one for Englishes.
1: I mean that's, that's all. Time. I forgot about vapors.
0: Yeah, I throw them in there with, with uh, if yeah if it's if there's no Latakia and no oriental, then it then it goes in then it goes into the vapor vapor Virginia pipe. Hmm. Really, Latakia and oriental is the is the deal breaker. Hmm. They go over to a different side. But then if you add like Cavendish or Perique, or something that's not truly English, then it goes to a different, a different pipe from that point.
1: Do you think that with the acquisition, no, acquisition of more pipes that you might break some of those up into universal pipes or everything smoke pipes? Or do you think you always keep that and add to that? So in other words, you get another pipe, right? Yeah. You really like Virginia Burley will you add another pipe to the Virginia burley pipe or will you just say you know what I'm going to retire the Virginia burley pipe I got a new one here and this is going to be an everyday or every man pipe or whatever it might be that way or more than likely
0: <coughs> the vapors and anything burley based will just get moved over to that pipe and then vapors and in, in, in plain in a in just Virginias will stay with that pipe Mm. The one I'm smoking right now is the one that I only that I do Virginia's Vapors, Vapors, Burley Bass. This is the one I do that in. Mm. okay. Uh, so if I ever got a, a you know, a fifth pipe, then yeah, probably the vapors and all that stuff will get moved over. The the vapors and the burley bass. But really, in all honesty, the one that smokes every that I smoke everything in, most of the time haunted bookshop is what's smoked in it.
1: No. Do you come across a lot of vapors?
0: No, not really. That's why I threw them in with vapor. Because it was easy to do it that way.
1: I only know one. What do you know? Stonehaven.
0: Oh. <laughs> I'll try to think. Is is Haunted Bookshop not a vapor? Yeah, maybe it is. I think it and old Joe Krantz is a vapor. Gotcha. And Makes I, sense. And I don't
1: I, I'm, don't... I know there's probably a ton. I'm just either... Tired or something this afternoon, so I'm just probably not 100 percent on my game as far as like remembering everything. But I do think majority of Cornell and Deal, I think we've talked about before, are burley based tobaccos. Yeah. So it's, it's you know not a stretch to be like, eh, they probably added some Virginia here and then just went with it. Yeah,
0: I actually think that that um, haunted bookshop thinking thinking about it now. I think it's considered a burley base, but it does have Virginia in it. It's Burley, Virginia, and something I don't know if there's Perique in it. I think old Joe Cran says Perique, And it's Burley Virginia. Yeah, it gets hard to remember sometimes. Huh. But uh, but no, um Makes me wanna know it. Look it up.
1: Look Which it one up. am I looking up?
0: Look up Haunted. I want to know what Haunted is. Since it's my all-time favorite.
1: I figure if it was your all-time favorite.
0: I would know. I hadn't smoked it in like a month.
1: It's probably because it packs a punch all that burly in it.
0: Mm, I hadn't really felt it.
1: If you guys have never smoked a Haunted bookshop, at a minimum, go to... Smoking pipes or something, or just click, type in haunted bookshop tobacco, and click images. I love the image on that pipe. I do. Yeah,
0: I hate the fact that it's now tainted with the warning labels now because it was such Cornell and Deal. They have so many good light like, labels. Maybe that that could be another uh Early
1: Parke, Virginia.
0: Okay, so I was close. I mean, I, yeah, I was on. I just didn't know. Oh, you're good. Um, I wonder what the percentages are, though. Um, but oh, I
1: feel like Burley is always a filler, right? I mean, it kind of takes on the characteristics of other tobacco. Yeah, it just makes it smoky. Mm-hmm.
0: But maybe, yeah, maybe that could be an, another competition we do one day, like uh, labels, mm. like a, a com- uh, because Squadron Leader is a good label. I'm,
1: I'm telling you, today. man, it's going to be hard to unseat. Samuel Gaw with, we just do pure labels. Like, I'm sort of obsessed with their sort of. I like a minimalist approach to everything. I do too. I do too, but. And Cornell and Deal, a lot of their stuff's pretty busy.
0: Well, the, I was gonna say this. I like a lot of their stuff, but here lately, they've gone like not minimal in the in the like good sense, in like a just plain, like way too plain. Mm. Like, my old Joe Krantz is just a brown label that says old Joe Krantz. There's <laughs> nothing going on. And I don't like that, but the haunted bookshop is awesome. I like all the elder one or the uh, elder one. No, that was creative. I love those. Those are really good. uh, uh you For know, some even the lettering
1: looks like Lovecraftian. Yeah,
0: I know. And then um, I know a lot of people give uh, flack to uh, GLP's some some of his, but I like some of them. Like Gaslight, I think is an awesome label. Um, I think of some of the other ones I really like. Uh, I, I mean, I like the Teller, the Fog City. I mean, it's pretty plain, but I like it.
1: Well, all the Fog Cities nice because it has that old nineteenth century map of San San Francisco. Yeah, which
0: is cool. Yeah, um, but but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's there's going to be a lot of Gaulish in here. But I but I'm you it, know it, it maybe an all Gaulish matchup. You know, what's the best? What's the best? Um, Label is a squadron leader. It'd be like squadron leader versus skiff mixture versus. I don't know. Uh, some of them are pretty plain.
1: I kind of like grouse more because it's got the two dogs.
0: Yeah, grouse fine. I think Commonwealth's a little too plain for me.
1: I was gonna say the same thing. It's probably to me between skiff and grouse more.
0: Yeah, like skiff is. I don't know. It's got like it, you sort of lose yourself in that in that mm-hmm. tin art. You're like, man, I wish I was on the ocean, or like on the water right now.
1: Fire dance is stupid looking, and Balkan Flake is way too plain.
0: And then uh, Gawith and Hogarth, theirs is way too plain for me. I like them, but they're just they're really plain. It's just green with letter. It's like the problem with a lot of these newer uh, Cornell and Deal. Mm-hmm. I like I like Five O'Clock Shadow, uh, the Working Man series by Cornell and Deal. I like all the the way all those look. They look nice. But now that that old five o'clock shadow logo, that was rough. Yeah, well, one, it's
1: super busy. Two, it looks like someone's about to kill themselves. <laughs> yeah,
0: it looks like somebody's like work has like stressed them out so hard. Um, I think Dunhill. I think some of Dunhills are way too plain, like the My Mixture Nine Six Five and Baby's Bottom. That stuff's just way too plain. Yeah,
1: but I like early morning and Night nightcap. Nightcap's probably the Yes, yeah,
0: yeah. Nightcap has a great uh, tin art. I
1: think it's a it's literally a a nighty cap. Yeah, a candle and a clay pile. That's awesome. I
0: think Elizabethan is pretty simple and nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, Chelsea Morning and Quiet Nights. I like those labels. Those are good. I mean, they're very similar to one another, but mm-hmm. I like them. Well,
1: I think they're in the. Heirloom London series or something like that.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, well, maybe we, we'll get in that one day. But all in all, rounding it back out to uh, old Stokeby's, I like it.
1: I it's like good. it. It's good. I mean, it's a good mid-range tobacco for sure. However, the question is, and I won't be answering it, is it better... Then Scoodo, Because that's its only contender right now. No. But you know what you guys are going to have to do? Since I'm at the bottom of my bowl, you're going to have to find out with our final conclusion in two episodes yep. of Virginia Parade. Yep.
0: Do we want to open up Telegraph Hill on there?
1: You want to do the honor?
0: I always seem to keep breaking them, so you go ahead. Oh, we gave you. And you like that sound a lot. Now that one is a lot different, of course.
1: Let's see what she sounds like.
0: See, you don't you don't get that same
1: that you do. You really don't. I like that vacuum seal kind of whoosh, but it's just not here. Let's take a look at her inside here. Yeah, it's not even close to Fillmore.
0: Based on the tin note?
1: Based on the ten note, it's fine. I like
0: the cut. I'll go ahead and say that. Fillmore's a broken flake. Oh, don't tell me that.
1: <laughs> you know I'm going to like that a lot better. I know. so why I had to throw it out there.
0: I, I, I do like ribbon. But... not a lot happening here.
1: Not too much.
0: Hmm. We'll have to see. Well, till tomorrow, when we tackle on Telegraph Hill. We'll catch y'all then.
1: Alright guys, bye.
0: This has been a Pipecast production. And we hope to see you at the next full bowl.